0: Up, y'all. Welcome on into the Go Balls 24 7 podcast. As you can tell by the, the shorter intro here, we got another breaking news edition of the podcast. West Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Got Ryan Callahan and got Grant Ramey from about 20 minutes on either side of us here downtown in Knoxville. And as you can tell by this, guys, we got another breaking commitment this time of year, which means that Tennessee's probably got another commitment. And that does indeed seem to be the case. I'll go to you, Ryan, first. Ryan, why are we having one of these?
1: Because, uh, well, they gave us a little bit of time off, but as, uh, as, as they've done a lot lately, Tennessee's added another, uh, high priority target to its class, tight end Miles Campbell, uh, Atlanta area prospect from, uh, uh, from South Paulding high school in Douglasville, Georgia, uh, picking the balls over, uh, Georgia tech, Florida state, North Carolina, NC state, a, a bunch of programs that joined the race for him about 30 offers in all. And, uh, visited Tennessee earlier this year after getting an offer back in January. And, uh, giving Tennessee uh, its first uh, of, of perhaps multiple additions at, uh, at the tight end position where, uh, where they really had a major need, I think definitely after not, not really signing a true tight end, or at least not one that would play tight end right off the bat in the 2020 class, but uh, getting, getting the first at that position, a really big deal. And, and they'd obviously started on pretty much every position group in the 2021 class, except tight end. So it's so big to get that started and, and to get an athletic pass catcher there that they clearly have been involved with for a, uh, for a long time now, so it's a nice pickup for Tennessee to continue this uh, this recent stretch. Uh, they they went several days without one, but to, to you know be over twenty commitments now and still showing no signs of slowing down. Uh, another another impressive pickup to continue this this run.
0: Grant, when you look at this kid as a player, what um what what do you like about him? To me, he looks like. Um, you know, Tennessee's got a bunch of those kind of big physical tight ends and, and maybe Pope's a guy who can do some different things as a senior, we'll see. But, but in general, this is very clearly a need in Tennessee's class. How do you see this kid kind of fitting into the puzzle?
2: I, I think he's built like a tight end. I mean, you want that 6'3", 220, 230, whatever build right out of high school. Uh, and we don't have a verified 40 time. I'm sure we would if we had a normal uh, spring and summer evaluation period. But the speed that people talk about with this kid, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, it's in the 4'6 range. Uh, with that build, with that kind of speed, if you, if you're built like a tight end and running like a wide receiver, uh, that's a guy you want. And, and what Ryan said, a major need. That's the, that's the first thing that pops out to me with this kid, uh, over this recruiting run, they kind of sprinkled kids all over the field, skill positions on the offensive and defensive line, but they still need that tight end. They're going to need more tight ends in this class. That, that's a big position of need. And they fill it with a really, uh, a guy that's high on their board, a 63 230 that runs in the four, six. I mean, uh, that's exactly
1: what you want, and then we don't got it. going yeah. I was gonna say, we we had him listed recently at two two twenty, and and we've updated that. He 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 told me this past, uh, before announcing his decision. He told me he was at two thirty four. So a guy who's clearly bulked up a little bit, you know, already sort of on the low end of that tight end weight range. So if anybody had any concerns previously, I, I don't I don't think that's a major concern, but clearly one of those more athletic tight ends.
0: Yeah, Ryan, that's what I was about to ask you was you you look at this kid's size, and and you know we we've seen it, it's it's you know. Jeremy Pruitt is to talk about critical factors all the time, and, and critical factors can be anything from, you know, sort of the traits they're looking for personality-wise to, you know, physical size, physical height, physical weight, all those kinds of things. And, and you, you don't have to fit into this exact mold to be a, a good player, but when you look at this kid, the first thing that I notice, I like the film, uh, but I look at the size and I go, oh, I wish he were just a little bit bigger, you know, it, it, is that – Obviously, it's not a deal breaker to Pruitt in Tennessee, but but how how much of a concern should that be that size? Because it's not like he's small, but you know he you would kind of like to have those six five six six tight ends.
1: Well, I I think he sort of fills um, fills a role on in Tennessee's offense as Maybe that sort of more athletic guy who can line up in the slot, you know, maybe even in the backfield sometimes do some different things in that way. I think ideally we see this a lot, you know, even Alabama's had it. Everybody looks at Alabama as kind of the template for a lot of things Pruitt has done, but you're seeing this more and more where teams will try to have a couple tight ends on the field. And one is the more athletic, the, you know, the OJ Howard types, those guys who can do almost Evan Ingram, those guys who can just move around wherever and and make all kinds of plays in the passing game. Well, I guess
0: that that goes back to Gronk and Aaron Hernandez and that Patriots offense, I guess. Right.
1: Exactly. And then, and then you maybe want a second one. Who's maybe more of a traditional inline tight end that that's where you want the six, five, six, six guy who can be, you know, even more effective as a blocker uh, and still still be good in the passing game, but maybe have more of that typical stature you want at tight end. So uh, I think, I think there definitely is a spot for both of those types of guys. So, so Campbell to me looks like the prototype to, to, to move around a little bit and do some different things. And even though he's athletic and more of a, you know, more accomplished as a pass catcher, I, I like that on his film you still see him making some plays as a blocker and showing some physicality. He's definitely not just one of these finesse guys who looks like a, you know, just a ba- basically a bigger wide receiver playing tight end. To me, he's a true tight end. He just has the speed to be more than than a typical, you know, tight end, tight end contributing in the passing game.
0: Yeah, Grant, I was about to ask you that as well when, when you're talking about the, you know, the fact that maybe this isn't a – even if you're not a big tight end, even if you're more of a flex type tight end, you're still going to have to – wham a little bit you're going to have to go in motion and kind of act as a fullback you're going to have to you're going to have to block quite a bit and you're going to have to do some things out there whether it's in the in space out there or whether it's kind of in the phone booth when you look at film and you think of what kind of tennessee can do strength and conditioning wise do you see a guy here who who can become a guy who has that in his tool bag
2: for sure i I think it's it's hard to teach that physicality that ryan talked about i mean you can you can add weight on a guy you can add you know the right kind of muscle and you can add kind of Um, the fundamentals to his game. But I think if you don't have that physicality from the start, it's hard to teach that. Just like it's hard to teach, uh, what they say, it's hard to teach speed and it's hard to teach size. You can't teach that. I don't think you can teach physicality either. When you, when you turn the film on, like Ryan said, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. This kid isn't afraid to go down and hit somebody. He's not a oversized wide receiver. He's a tight end and and tight ends. One of the toughest positions on the, on the field to play. You got to know the run schemes, just like an offensive lineman. you got to know the pass schemes just like a wide receiver. So, kind of got to marry together the size, the physicality, the fundamentals, uh, the mental part of the game, and uh, this guy was high on Tennessee's board for a reason. They went out and got him, and uh, you think he can come in and and do all three, and you got to increase on that, obviously, and uh, kind of take him to that next level, but he's a really good place to start.
0: Probably worth noting here that that Tennessee's best blocking tight end last season uh, was Austin Pope, who at 6'4", 235, Uh, was maybe about 25 30 pounds lighter uh, than Dominic Wood Anderson so it's not necessarily just a a matter of size it's how much do you want to block it's how much is your technique good you know what's your what's your drive there what's your pad level and Pope
1: was a guy who coming out of high school was lighter than Miles Campbell he was 215 220 coming out of CAK in Knoxville so i I You definitely don't know don't always know what you're getting about you know in a tight end based on just what he weighs as a senior in high school as you said you don't have to be that huge and and some guys just develop a lot once they get in a college weight room too
0: i guess uh We've got a bunch more we need to discuss with, with this young fellow, Tennessee's newest commitment, Miles Campbell. But we're going to step away really quickly, uh, pay, some, pay some bills, listen to products, services, ads, all those other fun things. Uh, and we will be back here in just one second to continue talking about Tennessee commitment, Miles Campbell. Hashtag ad.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch, shot or locking down the opposition the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com
0: welcome back to the go balls 24/7 podcast West Rucker Ryan Callahan Grant Ramy I almost I almost called you Patrick Brown there Grant Ramy would have
2: been pretty rude I the hesitation though well
0: it may be it's maybe because your your head is when we look at you here on the camera here, you, it sometimes it's just like your nose and mouth talking. There's no eyes there. So yeah, maybe that was part yeah. of the, part of the confusion there. Um, but guys, we are talking uh, about Tennessee's newest commitment. Miles Campbell a tight end from the Atlanta area. It seems like every time you could be like, where is he from? I'm not the Atlanta area, you know, somewhere in that general vicinity. Uh, but this kid really is from right there. Paulding uh, right there, right around Atlanta. And guys, here's what I want to talk about. This, Th- this, this, Tennessee's commitment class, the list, I know that that this is always a question people say, well, how many can they find a way to make it work? You know, how can you do this, put these numbers there? We can see, looking at the numbers, that Tennessee is quickly approaching uh, that kind of magic 25 number. So what I'm asking both of you, I guess I'll go to Ryan first and then Grant. same question. How much... Is there a concern at this point? Does this handicap Tennessee at all? Or, or is this just something that they're going to massage this and figure it out?
1: Uh, I think it's just, I mean, it's so early in the year to begin with, but especially in a year like this where so much could change in the coming months that you just really don't know what to expect. Uh, I think there's absolutely no concern on Tennessee's end about this right now. and for, for one thing, history tells us there's always going to be some turnover within a class uh, you know, for multiple reasons. Uh, even in just a normal year, last year, Tennessee had nine commitments in the tw- D commitments in the 2020 class in the 2019 class. It was uh, 14. So history just tells us there's going to be some turnover so far. There's been one decommitment in Tennessee's class for 2021. And that's a guy who's already back in the class, Isaac Washington. So just, just by nature, there's going to be some turnover anyway, but in a year like this, we've had no evaluations in the spring for the most part coaches haven't seen any film of these guys since the end of last season, or, you know, maybe if they're lucky, they saw some seven on seven stuff earlier this year, but you're going to see a lot of guys who are, if they're hopefully playing this fall, you're going to have new evaluations for the first time in a while. You're going to have guys taking visits for the first time in a while. Whenever that gets restarted, a lot could change because of all those things that were put on hold for a long time, potentially resuming. And with that being the case, you just, there there's, you have no idea what to expect. So you could lose players that you don't want to lose you could you could change your mind about guys that have been committed so i think just with all that being unknown you keep taking guys that you like and, and a guy like miles campbell is a no-brainer they've been recruiting him hard for months and uh obviously florida state and others uh, had offered too and to me he's really interesting too because i think with no spring evaluation period he's a guy other programs probably would have offered this spring i think a guy like like him who who like grant said his arrow is pointing up you you were going to see him get more offers he was already around 30 and and So when you're getting guys like that, I don't think you worry too much about the numbers. And I I frankly wouldn't even be surprised if they go past 25 commitments at some point, just because the numbers will sort themselves out later.
2: I mean, it's May. It's sitting here in May. And if you remember the supermarket sweep game show, where you just run down the aisle with your (laughs) arm sticking out and put everything in your cart, you can at once. If they want in the cart, put them in the cart and figure it out later. Now, I, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to be concerned about numbers at this point. Like Ryan said, there's going to be turnover in any class, especially right now in this unprecedented recruiting cycle, nobody's ever been through this. And and, and our, our national writers have wrote about how high the number of commitments are nationwide and how maybe you could expect more decommitments because of that. And because of uh, kind of all this unknown and this different spring cycle that, that nobody's ever been through before. But if you, I think this staff trusts what they see, they watch a ton of film and if they like your film, they're going to take you if you want in this class. Um, I think you worry about the rest later. And I, I think even at tight end, too, the first question that comes up anytime you mention a tight end like Miles Campbell is what about Trinity Bell? What about Hudson Wolf? Well, Trinity Bell, if he wants in the class, let him in. He's 6'7, 256. He can fit a bunch of different positions, get him in the class, and then figure it out later. If Hudson Wolf wants in, take another tight end at 6'6, 245, a, a talented guy, an in state prospect. I think you don't worry about numbers class wide. And I really, I don't think you worry about numbers right now with tight end.
0: Yeah, Ryan, I think. Um Ramy just kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit with this, but I think it's a good point. A w- no, I think, it's, I think it's it's good that we're all on the same page here. Uh, Ryan, do you think w- when when talking about tight end specifically, we know there's a couple more, at least a couple more still out there on the board, guys, that, that Tennessee likes. And, uh, you know, after not really taking any last year, I mean, it it would make sense to take multiple this year, wouldn't it?
1: It, absolutely. And I, I've kind of thought all along, you know, one to two was the, was the goal at tight end with two probably being more likely if you can get two you like. And uh, I think that's clearly the goal right here for Tennessee. Certainly nothing wrong with taking multiple tight ends. I, I mean, not just to make up for the fact that you maybe didn't get a tight end in the 2020 class, you know, they signed D with the guy who maybe could grow into tight end. A lot of people think based on his build, but he's, he's at least going to start off as sort of a bigger wide receiver. So you don't know if you've got a tight end in that class at all, and, and you lost Dominic Wood Anderson. You're about to lose Austin Pope. Uh, so you've got a lot of production to replace there, and you've got some young guys on your roster that, that you don't know yet what you have. And Sean Brown, Jackson Lowe. Um, so you you might need an immediate contributor at that position in addition to just more depth. So there's all sorts of reasons to take a couple guys at that position in this class and uh, see what you've got there. And uh, you know, it's Tennessee's in a good spot. You know, I, I wasn't sure they'd be able to land multiple guys out of those top targets. So the fact that they're in in the position where we're looking at it saying, can they take all three, you know, between he and Trinity Bell and Hudson Wolf, uh, it's kind of crazy. And, and even though Bell's got some versatility, uh, that, that, that gives Tennessee a lot of options to address that position.
0: And Grant, I know when, when, if you like the the tight end position as much as Jim Chaney does, we know he used to coach that position. We know he's spends a lot of time with those guys still. That's one of his favorite positions out there. He likes to to mix up those multiple tight end sets. I mean, you, got, you if you want to play multiple tight end sets, you got to have multiple options there, don't you?
2: Right, and I think that's one position where uh, you've kind of expected more uh, from Jim Chaney and the Tennessee offense over the last couple of years. I mean, with Dominic Wood Anderson, or as as Pruitt lovingly calls him, Dom Woods Anderson, Anderson. I I think he's mentioned before that they expected to get him a little bit more involved. So uh, if you want to work the tight end as much as possible, you need to have as many good tight ends as you can have uh, in your class, in the boat, getting ready to go. So if you can keep adding stacking talent on talent, and figure it out later. That's what you do, and it's a good start with Miles Campbell, and they still got good two uh, targets on the board with uh, Trinity Bell and Hudson Wall.
0: Ryan, speaking of numbers and, and everything, and kind of where this class is going, we all know that you know Tennessee took like a week off or so, and we're like, hey, what are you doing there? When we a full week, man. What's the deal? You guys getting lazy over here? But where? What are some things to maybe keep on the radar? I know this thing's always fluid it's the ground's always moving beneath us when we talk about these things but but in general over the next couple weeks two three weeks four weeks anything big going on that people need to kind of keep their their attention on
1: yeah well you know it's it's been obviously a little odd that Tennessee's been so active in April and May in terms of commitments but we're we're entering that time of the year when you see a lot of commitments anyway and so I think a lot of players especially now that the dead period's been extended through June still could be extended further uh in, in the coming days we'll see about that but you know, with all this happening and the timing being what it is I think some other players are closing in on decisions and we know we know Trinity Bell that we mentioned uh, from Albertville Alabama he he just announced a, a final five recently Tennessee and Auburn probably the favorites there and uh and, and Kentucky Florida and Central Florida also in the mix but Tennessee has looked like they're in good shape there and, and I think still probably the team to beat so he, he's one that could could make a decision soon but he hasn't announced a date yet so we'll, we'll see about that um Hudson Wolf is another one that I think is at least maybe closing in on that, but he's he's at least hoping to wait and take another visit or two. He's got an official visit to Alabama sort of penciled in for, for late July apparently, and he, he's maybe hoping to take that if it will work out, but right now he doesn't know if July is on the table, so if he finds out July is being added to the dead period, he may just go ahead and make a decision sometime in the first half of June or so, so that, that's another one to watch, and then we know Javari Ritzy, top defensive line target from North Carolina, announcing on June 12th that, that looks like uh, a North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, South Carolina kind of battle, but Tennessee at least in the picture there. And then the other one that we thought was worth watching over the weekend, uh, but now is postponed a little bit, uh, Tyrian Ingram Dawkins, another top defensive line target uh, from South Carolina. He's pushed back to June 26th, so he's maybe a little bit further down the road, but uh, it's going to announce on his birthday now after once talking about announcing on Sunday. So still a lot of names out there and probably even some others who could be closing in on decisions. So, uh, we know junior Colson, uh, in-state linebacker target, also talked about making a made decision at one point. So it's a lot of possibilities out there, even though Tennessee's already over 20 commitments.
0: Guys, anything else that I didn't mention that, that we needed to, uh, that we needed to squeeze in here.
2: Ever since you guys started talking about the big blocking tight end, I've been thinking about John Finlayson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there Number you 96. go. Six. Yeah, back when tight ends were basically just offensive tackles that stood next to the other offensive tackle, and he, and he, he
0: like he he would he'd have a better chance maybe of like uh you know, uh, like falling on an onside kick than like catching a pass. Uh, yeah,
2: right. He was like on hand team no idea why he he's been in my mind for the last one. They were
0: like, wait, when does he when does he use his hands? When did that ever happen? Anyways, just a thought, uh, and not that we're saying all Tennessee tight ends are going to do that now because obviously it's a different era now, and they. Uh, they use tight ends for different things now. They actually go, they uh, actually go catch passes and stuff. I think I'm going to go
2: smoothly ahead. transitioned from John Finlayson wearing number 96 to Jason Witten wearing number one. Two different uh, human beings completely.
0: That's, that's a very good point. Two good tight ends. And I guess the the, p- the point there is we'll tie it in and say that you never know what you're going to get at that position. You can have lots of things at that position. Guys, so thanks for tuning in. You can find all of us on social media, West Rucker24-7 on Twitter, Grant Ramey on Twitter, Ryan Callahan247 on Twitter, and Patrick Brown is P Brown24-7 on Twitter. You can go to twitter.com slash 247 24 7 Facebook Dom. Facebook.dom. How about that? facebookdomwoodsanderson 247 or you can go directly to the source go to 247sports.com go to govols247 specifically govols247.com where you can get a a good 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 look at everything we're doing and and I'm telling you the last thing I'm going to say before I get out of here guys go hit that subscribe button go hit that like button and go rate us I'm not going to ask for five stars if you think we deserve four that's fine I, maybe we deserve five, so if you want to go ahead and throw a five out there, that'd be great, but go rate and review the podcast. That is the best way for other people to see this podcast. That is the best thing you can do. We're doing this for free, and we're happy to do it, but only thing we're asking you to do, just go ahead and rate and review it so other people can see it, and other people can come here and join our wolf pack, and we can have a good time. I think that's a good place to leave it. I guess, uh, barring anything else, we'll talk to you all here in probably just a couple days. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...